Hi, I'm Joseph, and welcome to part two of chapter one of Digimon Seekers, uh, E.G. Wolf of the Ninth Avenue. So I just finished reading it twice, and I have to say, I'm really excited for tomorrow. I'm really bummed that I won't, I don't think I'll be able to read it as soon as it comes out tomorrow. I probably won't be able to read it until the early afternoon. And I'm not sure if I'll be able to post a video on it, but for sure, so far, I am enjoying the story. And on Wednesday, I will be posting another video up to that portion, uh, even if I don't do one uh, tomorrow. Or even if I do do one tomorrow, I'm really enjoying discussing Digimon Seekers. So part two, I'm really enjoying the page breaks that the, uh, that the, that the story has so far. So right off the bat, I, I, I am going to have to say that the translation, unfortunately, is not the best. And before I continue, in case you guys didn't watch my part one, make sure one is turning off their auto-translate or else the page, is going to not, the page is not going to be the machine translation, but rather the auto-translation. And there is a difference between the two, and um, it, it does alter the content, hence why there's two videos for part one. One is on the uh, auto-translated page before... I knew about the auto-translate issue, and the second video is on the actual, based on the actual machine translation. So again, to reiterate, make sure one has their, make sure one has their auto-translation off, auto-translation, excuse me, have that off, and utilize the translation on the, on the page itself. So go to the top right and click on English. So with that being said, so the translation is not the best, but I want to focus on the subject matter. And so far, um, I was really concerned my expectations for this, I am aware it's a light novel, but I was hoping that there'll still be novel elements, elements of a, of a typical written format. I haven't really read a light novel in the past, um, so this is my first time doing so, but I'm really loving the fact that there does seem to be those elements present within this. Uh, so let's begin with the summary. So as I said, there's three page breaks, and what do those three page breaks represent? The first one is just contextual, uh, inf contextual information. We discover that EG is going over to the um, the Abaddon Electronics Digital Lab, or DDL for short, and right next to the uh, Abaddon Electronics Digital Lab is a university known as the Tokyo University of Electronics and Computer Engineering, or of Electronical and Computer Computer Engineering, pardon me. And this is located in the Denrin, Denrin District. So it's looking like Tokyo has a new multinational center. I'm hoping we'll get more information about that. Um, part two is where we actually get into uh, a dialogue between EG and interactions between EG and other characters in the story so far. So EG goes inside the DDL or the digital lab and he speaks with the receptionist. Uh, excuse me, I am more than likely going to be mispronouncing names, but I believe her name is Hatsune, H-A-T-S-U-N-E. Let me double check, make sure that is how one spells her name. Give me a quick second, everyone. I do thank you for your patience. Yes, H-A-T-S-U-N-E. And um, they just have quick banter between each other. We discover EG's full name. I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name because I know I'm going to butcher it. Uh, he's util uh, we, find that we find out that code crackers have a tendency to use their code cracker names, their alias, rather than their actual names. In this instance, EG's uh, code cracker name is Fang. And why is he at this uh, digital lab? He's here to meet what seems to be another cast of the story, Professor, so I am going to mispronounce this again, excuse me, Professor... Tamanori Ruyosinji. I'll do my best to learn pronunciation as we continue. Uh, but for right now, I'm just going to call him Professor Rusinji. And uh, so we get a cool background, a lot of cool background information about this character. He's about 60 years old. He has a slight Caucasian look to him. Despite his age, though, the way that he carries himself, the way that he walks, he seems younger than he actually is. 
Uh, or rather, his energy seems younger than it actually is. And he seems to have an energy or demeanor that he carries about him. As soon as he enters the reception room, which is described as being very bare, all that's really present is just holograms, or they call it hollow eyes, uh, H-O-L-I-Z-E. Actually, I should double check to make sure that's not a technical term that I am unfamiliar about. And it's like it's not, so it might just be a typo, but I'm going to assume they mean hologram. So within this reception, this, this main room, um, this reception room, all there's, it's just bare. There's just these holograms presenting different landscapes. And then when Professor Ruzinji comes into the room, uh, it's stated that everyone uh, pays attention to when he, when he enters. I prefer, I'm really loving the dynamic between professor, the professor and E.G. When the professor comes down, he goes, oh, you must be a uh, fang. It's our first time meeting, but I feel like we've been, uh, we've met each, I feel like we've already, oh, let me just read directly from the page. Excuse me, everyone. I was trying to paraphrase. Um, give me a quick second. Hey Fang, a voice calls out his code cracker name from the other side of the gate. At the same time, the three objects collapse, those are the holograms, and disappear without a trace. E.G. turns around. His height, Professor Rizinji's height, is about 170 centimeters. He's a chiseled man with a bit of gray and a slight Caucasian look to him. He must be in his 60s, but his gait and posture are good, making him appear much younger. His, his presence is more apparent in the reactions of those around him than in the man himself. Everyone in the lobby makes notice, excuse me, everyone in the lobby takes notice of his unexpected, unexpected appearance. Hey, Professor Ruinji, I'm going to skip. Um, this is my first time meeting Cracker Fang, but it certainly doesn't feel that way because we're always talking over, over uh, well, because we're always talking over voicemail. Yes, it's me, E.G. Nagasumi. So I just really, even though it's, it's small, I just really appreciate that dynamic between the two because it's setting up that even though it's the first time meeting physically, they've, in, they've, uh, chit-chat it before in the past and it's not just via email or through text through voicemail right so I think that's a really important element because that tells us that they've have they've conversed before they've had discussions they've had conversations and I think that's an important factor because again if they were meeting for the first time this would be much more of a traditional introduction but they seem to be already aware about one another and I do really appreciate that it's really cool it's essentially not just a code meeting between the two um, so the second code uh, the Code break. The second page break ends with Professor Ruzinji getting a guest pass for EG and Hudsoni. She's quite confused and a little bit uh, quite confused about the 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 personal relationship that EG has with Professor Ruzinji. Why is she confused about this? Because Professor Ruf, uh, excuse me, Professor Ruzinji, he's an accomplished individual. He's the co-founder uh, for this digital lab, and he's also the Professor Emeturius. I might be mispronouncing that. Excuse me. It's a Latin word. But what is Professor Emeturius? For those of you who don't know what that means that just means that they're a retired professor but they still have the honorary title of professor what this implies and this is stated in the in the story as well that professor Ruzinji he really embraces his researcher's side he really embraces his professor's side it seems like he's really passionate about the research that he's conducting so what this means is that he's more than likely not getting paid at the uh at the Tokyo University of, Elect of Electrical and Computer Engineering. He probably just does guest uh, uh, lectures, but he's A-OK -okay with that because he, he's fine being, he's fine participating in academia still. That's an important factor and really cool world building or really cool character building uh, that's being done here. And again, I really do appreciate that. So the last page break has Riji walking with Professor Ruzinji. And as they're walking, uh, everyone is just smiling and 
and uh, 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 interacting with Professor Ruzenji and EG really seems to like that social interaction. He's, uh, it's stated right here, as they walk down the corridor, employees and researchers passing by greet Ruzenji. EG stands behind him, scurrying around and returning the smiles. For whatever reason, it's a great feeling. So I like that it seems to be it seems to be that EG wants social interaction, but maybe he's a little bit socially awkward. Um, that's me deducing. We're not we're not entirely sure how he interacts with other people, but so far from what we've seen, I would argue that he does know how to interact with people. He knows how to hold conversations, right? Uh, so this little aspect of him enjoying this, it tells me I, I kind of connects back to the idea. So I like the way when he first enters uh, the DDL, the digital lab. It states that he's out of place. Uh, he's more than likely the only one who just has a high school diploma. Everyone else is more than likely uh, have their degrees in academia. Uh, despite this, uh, he walks in with confidence. Why? I don't think Eiji is an arrogant individual. I think he's an individual when he has a mission, he wants to get it done. Or that's the impression that I'm getting so far. Is now that, and since he knows that he has a meeting with Professor Ruzenji, he's going to be doing something for him. That's why he's able to come into this building uh, with conviction. Uh, and, I, and I think he wants to do something eventually with his life. I know that sounds dramatic, um, but if you guys read the first part of the reading, it's discussed when he looks at high school students, he overhears how they're discussing the blur of their plans of the future, which is really just frivolous. Um, who knows, maybe that element will come back to EG as a character. Despite him being out of high school, he's still keeping in mind what he wants to do in the future. And again, that's just an element that I really am appreciating so far. Um, so continuing forward, uh, it ends as Professor Ruzenji is going towards a build, a part of the building known as the D4 compartment. And within this D4 compartment, um, it's, it's the project that Professor Ruzenji is working on. I, I'm deducing that it's more than likely going to be Logomont. So slight spoilers, everyone watches the trailer for Digimon Seekers. Professor Ruzenji is present and he tells EG, uh, he gives him the vital bracelet. The new blue one that's not out yet, and he tells him that this is the something along the lines that this is a top secret project, but this is what we've been working on. So I'm pretty sure the next part we're going to have our introduction to Logomon. Um, but so far, I absolutely do not mind that Logomon has not been introduced yet. In fact, so this portion, part two of chapter one, ends with also. Uh, you know, I'm just going to end it by reading the whole dialogue. I really like this exchange between Professor Ruzenji and E.G. So, E.G. is forced to leave his phone and personal belongings in the hand of a security guard. He is subjected to a rigorous body check. Ellipses, which represents, uh, usually means silence, or the character is speaking, so dot, dot, dot. What is it? Uh, Professor Ruzenji asks. Ruzenji, who passed through the bulkhead gate earlier, looks back at E.G. Um, I'm not sure I'm ready. What? It's just an experience is all. Are you not into attractions? Huh? You mean the fun kind? Well, it's not like we're genetically engineering dinosaurs or researching the zombie virus, though that would be pretty interesting. Relaxed by Ruzenji's joke, Yuji passes through the D4 gate and inside is, and that's how part two ends of chapter one. So before we talk about the actual ending, again, I just really like this encounter between these two individuals. I'm loving how Professor Ruzenji, despite being an older individual, he seems to have an easy way of speaking with people. Um, and he seems to be very socially um, warm as well. And that's not typically true for, I don't mean to be rude, but usually it's true for STEM individuals. I'm going to deduce that this professor is not in the humanities field, but in the STEM field since he's working in a digital lab. So it's just cool to see a different representation, a different side of a STEM professor. Usually the much more code and much more stoic. A really great example would be from Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, uh, Wadding Crimp and, um, Wadding Crimp and, uh, oh no, 
I bring up example, an example, but I can't recall the other individual, unfortunately. Actually, I think it's Krop and Walden. They're two different individuals. I might be wrong about that. But essentially, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, there's two professors, one who doesn't really know how to engage with their students, another one who does a better job about that. Uh, so again, although it's small, I think it's great so far. I really appreciate these minor details that helps to elevate these characters. Now let's go ahead and discuss the way that it ends, right? This code finish and insight is... And more than likely, we're going to see the vital bracelet. More than likely, we're going to be introduced to Logomon in the next part. And you know what? I'm really excited. The, as soon as I finished reading this for the second time, I, I got up and went straight to my office to make this video. And to be quite frank with everyone, frankly, uh, uh, this is my honest feelings. I'm really excited for tomorrow to finally see the interaction between EG and meeting his digital partner, um, logo mom. Before we continue, one might be thinking to themselves, well, it seems like EG already has digital partners with those three Tyrannomon that he was working with in part one. I have a feeling that that's something a little bit different. And again, uh, hopefully they'll go more into this, but we'll see. And but um, would I recommend checking out chapter one? Yes, I definitely would. So far, I think it's holding up fine. The translation may not be all there. The translation might be a little bit wonky, but honestly, the subject matter I think that is there, and I'm really enjoying reading what, what's been presented so far. Um, if you are reading along, please let me know what are your thoughts so far. Uh, let me make sure I, I discuss everything that I want to discuss. Oh, just minor, it's again, going back to the dialogue. It's unfortunate when Hunsuni, when she's thinking about her personal thoughts, um, that should be italicized, but unfortunately it's not. But it's not too much of an issue. The flow is through there. Um, the reader is able to digest what's going on. Yeah, so originally I was worried that uh, um, each part would have not enough to deconstruct, to, well, not enough to dissect and to discuss. But so far, I've been, I'm happy to say that I think I've been proven wrong. With part one, we got the introduction of Grimm. We got the introduction of Eiji and what he's doing. With part two, we're getting more world building with the uh, Tokyo uh, University of, Electron of Electrical and Computer Engineering. Let me make sure I, that's the correct name. I, I want to say electronical, but... Uh, electrical, okay, Tokyo University of Electrical and Computer Engineering, okay, cool. I really need to write better, everyone. <laughs> My writing really sucks, unfortunately. And um, the Digital Lab, the Aberdeen Electronics Digital Lab, the introduction of Professor Ruzenji. I'm really enjoying everything so far. I'm looking forward to the other groups that will be introduced eventually and the other characters as well. Have a great day, everyone. Take care and uh, have a digital morning and day in general.